boys and girls all over the world tune and dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shanley hey guys Welcome to the Weekly Watch Wheel. My name is Matt. We're Wheel Watch. Damn it. Sorry. A boat. <laughs> Let's try that again. No, I like this version. This is good. <laughs> Shanley? Boats. 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 Great, great work, team. All right. Hey, everybody. It's me, Matt. Good I'm old baby Matt. Good old baby Matt. As we always call him. Without fail, and I'm here so with. Called. I'm here with my good pal Jimmy Jim Jim Jimmy Jim Jim Jim. Jim, how are you? Jim, I'm Jimmin. On the one. Sure. How you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. Nice. That's how you look. You look all right, man. Feeling 100%. Eh. Good for you. In the best way. Yeah. Shanley, how are you? I'm doing all right. Good. Excellent. How are you, how are you Matt? Matt? <laughs> I'm feeling okay. I'm really tired. We were we were up super late last night watching our movie. I also, uh, I ate quite a bit over this last weekend. It was Father's Day and my birthday and just kind of more celebrating every single day. And now I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm feeling really sluggish, so I'm looking forward to getting back into You're cells. looking sluggish. Am I? Do I look as horrible as I, I feel? I would say slug-like. Oh, good. Do you think that burger at 1 a.m. last night hurt you or helped you? I think uh, it definitely got me to where I am right now, where I want to go for a run because I feel so gross. So I'm going to say that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have that burger, I wouldn't feel like running right now. Yeah. But maybe if I didn't have that burger last night, I would be running right now. Just not feeling that I should. Those are the difficulties. Mm. But that's how I'm doing. Anyway, Shanley. Last night, we watched one of your movies. You spun. You chose. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Uh, spun Boats. That was the category. Selected Triangle from 2009. And... I feel like I'm pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. How do you feel about it, Jimmy? Um, I too was pleasantly dis the de- the de- 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 mm. reprieved. Reprieved. Yes, good man. I too was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> first try. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, for what do you think? For me. I I knew a guy named Mike Fermi in middle school, and I guess I knew him in high school, but we didn't go to high school together, but we went to middle school together, and his name was Fermi. I think this is at least the fifth person you've mentioned, both first names and last names, from our childhood. Fermi. I am not enjoying that this is a thing that you do now. (laughs) Well, he said the name. I did. He said Fermi. You want one? <laughs> I'm a chimichangas. Do you want one? Uh, 
I really <laughs> liked this movie. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for choosing it, Shanley. I'm glad. Cause... I wouldn't say that I really liked it. Like this is it was better than I anticipated. But it's still the kind of movie that I don't want to watch. Well, well let's not jump ahead. Let's let's start at the very beginning, which is a very good place to it's start. It's hard to figure out where the beginning is. Wow. What is the beginning of a triangle? That's mm. deep. I think the first is making sure that your partner is comfortable. <laughs> and then finding a willing participant. That's what I've heard. <laughs> is, this like, is this how you want to have this discussion? <laughs> so Shanley, <laughs> why don't we start with... Uh, your summary of the movie. You spun it, you chose it, you tell it. Sure. So, movie starts out and we see a single mother um, who has a kid with special needs and she right. is meeting up with some friends to go sailing for the day. Which, I mean, friends is a loose term. It looks like she's kind of friends with one of the guys. Yeah. Well, they're friends, so she's meeting up with she's some friends, wheel. just not her own. Yes, exactly. She's the sixth wheel. She really is. Um, but they go sailing, and they go out, and the wind drops, and that's super weird. So they're stuck in the middle of the ocean somewhere. What, Jimmy, you are throwing this off. What? What's... What's the bee I'm in your keeping, bonnet? He did this. I didn't try to interrupt. I, I've been staring at you. What? I didn't want to say it. I was going to say... <laughs> I hate that, that he does this. The sixth wheel is what makes it a sectacle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hexicle, but I don't know. What about a sextacle? That's what I was trying to say. That's why I tried not to say this. I tried to stop myself. Okay. Hexicle is the stupidest planet in Star Wars. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, so the wind drops. Look, I don't know Latin. The wind drops, and they're stuck. And, well, actually, they're not really stuck. Because didn't he say that the boat has a motor? Yeah, it has an engine. But regardless, a storm comes... A huge wave comes and the sailboat capsizes and they are now stuck. They lose one of their friends and they're just yelling for help. And a rogue uh, cruise liner? like Something like that, yeah. Big boat comes by and they're like, hey, help. It seems to see them and stops right next to them. Enough that they can just walk right on it. Yeah, from the from the sea stairs. Yes. <laughs> they climb the sea stairs along the side of the ship. And they're looking around. Doesn't seem to be anyone on the ship. They do find one person who's trying to kill them. And so the main character, Jess, finally ends up being the last person alive besides the person trying to kill them. And the person trying to kill them says, hey, you need to kill everyone in order to get off. And so then she finds herself in this. So, I gotta give it to you. Yeah, that's how she gets off <laughs> by killing everyone. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> I should not have. To she said you have way. to. Do, you have to kill everyone 
To save your son. To save our son. To save our son. Yes. And so she finds herself in this time loop where every time she kills everyone on board, then it starts back at the beginning where they find them getting Mm -hmm. on the cruise ship via the sea stairs and she has to kill them all over again. Right. To begin with, she's reluctant to kill these people because, yeah, she doesn't know them, but she's, I guess, not a killer by nature. So she's trying to avoid doing this, and she accidentally is killing people left and right. She's a very violent person, I guess. She's accidentally killing people, but it seems to work in her advantage when she kills people. And so she ends up becoming entirely the murderer i guess and then it loops over and over and over again and hopefully if you're listening to this you've already watched triangle and you know that the movie ends right at the beginning again because you know how uh triangles are the universal shape to communicate (laughs) unendingness yeah typically that's what i think of (laughs) yeah the triangle of life uh well let's let's jump into it jimmy you said you didn't like it so what were some of the good things what were some of the Things that didn't work for you. So I don't like movies that are exclusively serious. Right, yeah. There's, Uh, I don't think, a single part in this movie where you're supposed to laugh. mm -hmm. And that is usually a movie I don't want to go back to. Right. So it's it's good, especially because I think it's a smaller budget film. Didn't get as much attention as it probably deserves but it's not something that i am drawn to personally right but it's good i mean if you like this kind of thing it's along the same kind of tone as like memento or sure uh inception or any of that kind of dude's stuff the nolan thing yeah if you're in it's a nolan-esque sure or like you know the other classics like time trap um, it felt like time trap meets primal. Yeah, it was like uh-huh. prime trap. Prime, primal, <laughs> prime trap. Yep, you did it better than I could, so that was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. You probably shouldn't be laughing at this movie unless you're a little you're... sprinkling of like Babadook in it. Have I've you not seen, seen that? that. No, the Babadook is sick, dude. Really? You'll love it. It's Australian, mate. Oh, good. You like that, Shanley? You've seen the Babadook, right? I I know I have. I have a terrible memory. Oh, man. This movie's Australian, too, isn't it? It seems like it. They all felt Australian. Uh, Liam Hemsworth is Australian. The guy who plays Greg, who is the sailboat captain, he's a New Zealander. He looked like he was from one of those places. Mm, Yeah. It's weird that they have, like, a look, right? A look about them? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's not universal, but I feel like you can often see an Australian and you're just like, yeah, you look like it. Like, it's in your face. Mm. You have, like, a descended from penal colony prisoners kind of look about. Yeah. I uh, sometimes accidentally say penile colony and that's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's penal. Maybe it's because it's an, like, island nation and there's a smaller genetic variety. You're saying all Australians are inbred, and I agree. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. Excellent dedu- deduction. <laughs> deduction. 
What about you, Shanley? Were you a little bit like Jimmy, divided on this, or were you mostly on board? I mean, honestly, I didn't... Even though I picked this movie and I'm just the one who, like, looked it up, it, everything I saw on it was so vague that I really didn't know what to expect. I did see something saying that, like, there was kind of, like, a twist or whatever, and so that's why I didn't want to read too much into it and, like, ruin it for myself. So, um... I liked it. Not what I expected, and I feel like parts of it were predictable, but I feel like even watching it the one time, I want to watch it again and, like, follow all the different time loops. Right. It's 11.45, time for our upstairs neighbors to wake up and start building things or whatever (laughs) they're doing in there. Readjusting their carpet using primarily mallets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. They are ridiculous. I, re- I think they refurnish their apartment daily with Ikea stuff. And they just go at the end of the day, pick up whatever is on sale at Ikea, bring it back and just build it all. I think, the uh, yeah. The evening. But they don't have any tools, so they just slam the furniture against the floor to yep. see if that will <laughs> make the pieces go together. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I think they stop for a quick triangle and then <laughs> go sure. back to it. Sure sounds like it. Did you think this was going to be like a, a cheesy murder movie, Shanley? I expected some kind of horror just from all of the other horror. Thank you. <laughs> but um, I didn't expect it to just be like, oh, yeah. And she's going to kill everyone multiple times. Right. Hmm. I guess I should have expected a little bit more because the the ratings that that you'd pulled off of Rotten Tomatoes were really high, but I, when you read it to the synopsis, again, like you said, it was really vague, was something along the lines of people take refuge on a boat and they're being hunted by um, an unseen killer or something like that. I just thought it was going to be a typical like slasher on a boat situation. But yeah, there was more to it than that. Yeah, just your classic boat slasher. Yeah, boat slasher. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You know who's a real boat slasher? Is Ringer from Primal. Yeah. He just uh-huh. had to trap us here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be, especially because the image on the, like, start the movie screen, whatever that's called. Yeah. What do you call that? Now that we're past, like, DVD menu screens. like Landing page? The, yeah, maybe? I guess. That works. Yeah. The, the image they had on there showed someone in, like, a jumpsuit and a... Like a burlap, burlap sack. sack with eye holes, and yeah. it was very like the strangers. Yes, and so totally. I expected like okay, it's the strangers, but at sea. Yeah, cool. That's sea honestly strangers. what I was expecting too. And I was so ready for it because I hated everyone in this film. Oh, so you wanted them to all? Just I be wanted killed. all of them to die. I was like, kill them all. I'm on board. Wow. I right. wanted them all to be not alive. Well, I I've never seen the stranger. <gasps> it's strangers. Plural. Strangers. Spoiler alert! But it's in the title. <laughs> okay, uh, I've never seen it. But didn't we watch did it this... here? And you were here. I don't think so. I think we did. When? I don't know. That's, We've lived they, here for like six months. That's the one where the killer wears like a luchador mask, right? Nope. No. There's a man and two women, and the guy's wearing a suit, and he has a bag over his head. And then there's two girls that have, like, clear 
masks that like like that are the shape of a face. You know, oh, okay. With yeah, like yeah. makeup on it. Yeah, and, and I know the type. Like the, the ones that they wear and set it off, starring Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith. Right. Uh huh. So that's what you were expecting, is, and I imagine that that's not what this panned out to be. Was that a was that a disappointment to you, Jim? No, I hate those kind of movies. I don't think that scary movies where it's like a person, like a killer hunting a bunch of people are usually very good. Right. Um, Whenever it's like, oh, like we're in a storm and we have to go into this house and then like creepy stuff starts happening. I'm just like, all right, like wrong turn, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jeepers Creepers, like all those sorts of things. It's just like it's some of them are mildly like unique, but overall the beats are kind of repetitive and um it's just like it's a kind of a time waster movie yeah i feel um, the same way yeah but this was surprising in that it was more interesting than that and i um again like i said it's not a movie that i would typically want to invite into my life but now that it is i'm not so mad at it i think i agree with shanley that i will probably watch this again at some point Right to, to study it and be like, all right, where do all of the different actions take place in their like, timeline? You know, like unfold this into one linear thing. Yeah, yeah. It it, it almost begs to be charted. The movie, Indeed. like, to try to figure it out. Yeah, I was I was surprised with this. I actually, I kind of agree with what you said, Jimmy, about not liking any of the characters, but I did appreciate that it was pretty restrained like there's jess who's the main character and she's just really really reserved and she seems to be in shock the entire time and you're like man what a drag why bring this lady on this trip she's really a buzzkill i feel like in a lot of these movies there's some like pathetic like white victim woman who's like the main character okay and useless and it's just like I felt like that with Jess right off the bat, where it's just like, oh my god, like we're supposed to give a shit about this poor girl that has to like go out sailing for the day, and right. things start going wrong. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah, I don't feel any sympathy for you. Like, right, I, that, I'm on the killer's side. Well, that's that's the thing though. It's like uh, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. What I appreciated is I didn't like most of the characters, maybe with the exception of. Captain Greg. I liked him, but I think everybody else I didn't like. So Jess is, is exactly what you just, just described. Greg is the captain who's actually a, a really nice guy. Is he, though? Yeah, because... He, I think he, he's trying to take advantage of this girl. No, he's just interested in her. Matt, you've seen the Always Sunny episode <laughs> with the boat. Because of the implications. I, he's <laughs> like, I told you not to bring anyone else on the boat. I just wanted to drag this girl out to sea. And, you know... Because of the implication. She won't exactly. say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't think that about him. I, I think, think he's sleazy. Really? Okay. I think so. Oh, but then there's Liam Hemsworth's character, Victor, who's just kind of... He's like the first mate, and he's... I don't he know. He was honestly the most likable character, in my opinion. He's a, he's a little bit of like uh, I don't he's know. He's like a ne'er-do-well, but... Greg is kind of like helping him out. Uh, he's like homeless okay. and living behind a like convenience store or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Greg's like, hey, man, come, like, work for me on my boat and... And live in one of the rooms, yeah. Yeah, live here. And so, like, he's the only one who I really liked Okay, uh, going into this. And then there's Downey. Sally and Downey. So Downey is this uppity, super rich, annoying guy. And then his girl, or his wife, Sally, is this uppity, super rich, annoying girl. And they're friends with Greg. Seems to have like a a crush on Greg, even though she's married to Downey. Maybe. Like they're they're like best of friends, but they she also seems to be a little overly obsessed with him. Well, it sounded to me like they've been friends with Greg for years. Yeah, since high and school. Every year they go out sailing and try to like hook him up with a girl. With, with one of their friends. Yeah, and the, this time that the girl of the year is Heather. 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 And I was just. I was not interested in any of their stories. I didn't want to learn about how bad we're supposed to feel for Jess. I didn't care about these uppity, obnoxious people. I didn't care about the potential of Heather getting in the way of a romantic story between Jess and Greg. I didn't care about any of that stuff. But I was really relieved that that's not what this movie's about. Yep. So you don't Mm -hmm. dig into any of these characters at all. It's all about the situation. And so I appreciated that restraint. Agreed. I, I didn't want to see the the whole like love triangle, if you will. Whoa! <laughs> Between no way. Greg, Jess, and Heather. Yep. Uh, and but we didn't have to, and that was kind of nice. Yeah. So, Shanley, do you have any thoughts on your mind being blown when it wasn't what you expected? No. Okay. I think we should just start getting into stuff about this film because I think we're kind of just rambling a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, but, so Jimmy, why don't you explain to us uh, a little bit more the situation because it's not about the characters, it's not about their relationships, it's about this uh, this this time trap that, <laughs> that yeah. she finds herself okay. in. Okay. So basically, uh in the very beginning of the film, it's like doing the opening credits and it's cutting between shots of her like getting ready in her house and it's kind of like her doing just household work and it's kind of confusing there's parts where she's crying and holding her kid and whatever and it's kind of distant and it was annoying and setting up this annoyance that we all kind of felt towards this character yeah but it loops back to that because we don't understand where her character is yet so she's pulled into this like repetitive loop right of getting ready in the morning leaving the house and then going, ending up at the harbor with her son being dead. And going onto the boat to go out there and try to... I'm saying this in a way that doesn't work good. Let me start over. So basically, the whole movie is about Jess trying to save her son. Right. From possibly herself. Right. But she's losing track of what's happening. And then has to kind of relearn the process once she's on the ship Uh uh-huh so i feel like once we get back to the morning of the boat trip right it makes it more palatable watching her go through that stuff again i don't know i'm always torn watching movies like this because it feels like high school english you're picking we have to sit here and try to dig through the every single thing for yeah for symbolism and deeper meaning and yeah. It's kind of obnoxious, I think. Like I feel like there's certain things that I love and inspire me to dig deeper and to find more like 
clues and connections and interesting stuff. Okay. Like the um, book series that inspired Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, A Song of Ice and Fire is like really good for that. But I feel like it's because I love it that I'm willing to do that work. And I feel like when you watch something or when you read something like this, that I don't love this, but it just kind of is demanding this extra labor of me to like make connections and to figure out like the deeper meaning and stuff. It puts you in a time trap. Yeah. It traps like, you for a period of time. <laughs> it sure does, but it's cool. I mean, I appreciate it. It's just, it's also like, ugh. okay, well, and I want to avoid that too, but let's, let's try to see if we can try to answer one of these questions of why this is happening to her, why she's in this time loop. I don't want to just talk the whole time, but I feel like I know all the answers because I've been thinking about this movie all day long. Okay, well, let's let's see. I think I have an idea, too. Shanley, do you have any idea as to why she's stuck in this? I don't know. I feel like it's specific to her. Um, I know when she when they first get in, they're looking at a clock, and they said that their time, like um, Greg or whoever else, they said that they had 11.30 on their watches. And Jess looks down at her watch, sees 8.15, looks up, and the ship says 8.15. Oh, shit. So I feel like it's specific to her, but Uh I don't really know why. Okay. I Uh, know why. So I have a a theory as to why this is happening to her, but Jimmy, do you have something to insert here first before I say so? I know specifically why that's the time that she sees. Okay, go ahead. Um... So she has 8.20 on her watch and on the ship because that is when she died. That's when she died. Okay. On the side of the... From the car accident. Or when her son died. Gotcha. But I think it's when she died. Because she was supposed to meet Greg at the boat at 8.30. Okay. Greg at the triangle... In the harbor. There, there's a post-it that just says Greg the Triangle Harbor. <laughs> and I was like, is that his name? That sounds like, is he a pro wrestler? <laughs> like, yeah. You, that was hilarious. We we really, that carried us through some of the more, like before we realized that this movie was going to be slightly more interesting, that really carried me through. <laughs> just, just the, uh, we just kept saying, oh, Greg the Triangle <laughs> Harbor over here. <laughs> yeah, I pictured a muscle-bound guy standing on the turnbuckles just flexing both arms yeah i can't believe it russell maniac versus greg the triangle harbor with like one of those masks that just covers your eyes but it's like triangles <laughs> over them like <laughs> triangles <laughs> that's great yeah it's good stuff he's putting him in the devil's triangle no the bermuda triangle would be his move probably mm, the devil's triangle <laughs> this is a drinking mind. game never mind Yes, it's a drinking game, indeed. So my theory, Jimmy, uh, and then respond with what you think. I think the reason she's in this situation is wait, because... Wait, wait, wait. I know you tried to do this, but I really want to push because this is the kind of content that we need. Shanley, you have to guess. You picked this movie. Matt and I probably together, if we both don't have the same correct answer... Then together we will probably piece it together. I'm saying together a lot. 
Because that's what this podcast is about. It's, it's about, about togetherness together. of the trio and also Dink. Damn it, Dink, you're ruining the triangle. <laughs> There's so much symbolism and it's getting ruined by this dog. This movie's all about us. Mm. It's all in our mind. Don't you get it? Whoa. Dink Sh- is okay. Shanley's autistic son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who demands you to clean up his messes off the floor. Yep. It's, I mean, it's not that dissimilar from your experience. So I, okay, I have a guess. Okay, why is this happening to Jess? So the movie starts off with her getting ready to go sailing. And with Greg the Triangle Harbor. Yes. And she's kind of a jerk to her son. Okay. He's just painting, killing time while she's getting ready. And she's getting mad that his toys are on the floor and that he spilled his paint water cup. Uh-huh. And that she has to clean up his messes. And she smacks him across the face and is yelling at him. She, yeah, she calls him an a-hole. So um, I think that she gets stuck in this loop because it's uh, karma for her just being a bad mother. Gotcha. So you think that because she was mean to her son that she's in a loop? Yes. So there's, there's no other details that you think are relevant to that? No. That's interesting. Maybe. I have a different theory. Can I go next, Jimmy? Cause... Sure, yeah. Okay, so my theory is she is stuck in this time loop because she is refusing to move on after her son has died. This This movie is, I guess, the myth of Sisyphus, the Greek myth of Sisyphus, And it's like retold and they talk about it in the movie. They say that Sisyphus had to go through this because he tried to cheat death or he made a promise to death that he didn't keep. And so he is forced by the gods to roll this giant boulder up a hill and then it rolls back down and he does that for all of eternity. So I think the focal point of when that happens in her life is she gets into this car accident and then everything turns black and there's this driver who's dressed in all black and he says, there's no use trying to save the boy. He asks her. There's nothing needs, anyone could do. There's nothing anyone can do. And he asks her if she wants him to give her a ride somewhere because he is just a driver. And she says, yes, the lighting is all really like dark and seems like it's maybe the afterlife and maybe he's like death or something. And so she gets into the car and I guess maybe she's supposed to be going to the afterlife maybe but then she chooses instead to have the driver drop her off at the harbor and he says i'll leave the meter running like you don't go on the boat you're not supposed to go back on the boat and he says you will be back right and she says yes i promise but instead she goes on the boat so she breaks her commitment with death or something for trying to rescue her son but that can't be undone so she keeps going into this loop until she'll just be like, all right, well, I was a bad mom. And because of that, I killed my son and I need to face the full consequences of that, which is either going to the afterlife with the consequences of having killed my son or living on in her life with the consequences of the fact that she's killed her son. I'm still not quite sure if she actually died in the car accident too, but those are my thoughts. Jimmy, is that kind of close along your lines? Yeah. So I'm kind of confused about it actually but okay there's two kinds of things that i'm seeing here number one i think that if this movie makes any kind of sense like for real then there must be a jess that isn't interrupted in the morning 
Jess is beating the shit out of her autistic son for spilling paint on the floor and is interrupted by a uh, ring on the doorbell. Yeah, Jess ringing the doorbell. Future Jess. Yes. Jess. And so <laughs> <laughs> So there must be a Jess that wasn't interrupted and I think beat her son to death. Right. And then puts him in the trunk of her car and then goes gets on the boat and is like traumatized by what she did, but is like going on anyways. Okay. I think that Jess gets on the boat, the boat flips. Everyone I think dies. Okay. Except for Heather, which is why Heather isn't on the boat at all. Heather. I think Heather. Interesting. Heather is the only one. Even though it seems like in the story that she's the one who died. You're, you're saying it's the opposite. Because I'm saying it's the opposite. And that's, so that's a really why cool Heather idea. Is never mentioned again. Okay. And so Heather, I think, gets pulled out of the window, floats up in her life jacket, and survives the crash or the wreck or whatever. Everyone else dies. They wake up in the afterlife, and maybe they all are there, or maybe it's just Jess's like afterlife, and they're all not real people. But either way. She gets on the cruise ship, which has, like, the same name as... Sisyphus's father, I guess? Yeah. Was it the Eyeless? Yeah. And so I think it's, like, symbolic at that point. Like, everything's not real. She gets onto the ship, and she proceeds to go through all this stuff to try to make it back to her kid. So... Everybody else has 1130 on their clock because that's when they died. Yes. And that's why I was wow, saying. Wow, that's pretty cool. But but that doesn't work because it w- like that would make sense for their, them dying then and her dying earlier. But we have to follow the loop through to get to that. So okay. she, Go ahead. she goes through all this stuff on the boat. Then she jumps off, wakes up on the beach, and it's earlier that day. She makes it back to the house. She kills herself. Because she's like, she realized that she loves her son and that she's an asshole for what she did to him. So she kills her past self, puts herself in the trunk of the car, and is trying to escape with her son alive. And it's, again, they're like leaving. It's before the 8.30 boat like departure. They get into the car accident, driving away. And then her son dies. And so I think that that is the 8.30. 20 is that like possibly her and definitely her son die in that car accident. Okay. And so then she gets in the cab, goes to the boat. And I think at that point she knows like, okay, I'm choosing to go try to like start this loop again to like fix it. Right. And then I think when she takes a nap on the boat, uh, on the, on the sailboat on the way to, the storm the eyeless she yeah. forgets everything because then she wakes up and she doesn't have any recollection of what's going on okay do you think that the driver is like death himself or something like that or do you think he really is just a taxi no, driver he's definitely death yes um, <laughs> i think he's death and also so jess doesn't remember greg inviting her to go sailing so i don't know if you guys caught that but when they're on the boat she is talking to him after her nap and then like Heather comes and interrupts and she goes, Oh, I should circulate. But like in that conversation before Heather comes over, she's talking to Greg 
and he's like, oh, like, I'm so glad you can make it. Like, you know, I, I guess like, I didn't think you'd come after we talked yesterday. She's like, we talked yesterday. What happened yesterday? And he like tells her the whole conversation and she's like confused. Okay. So I think because she's lived through this loop so many times. Right. Like so much time has passed for her that she can't. It's like a distant memory to her now. She's just like trapped in this. Right. Loop for eternity. But yeah, I can't figure out if the real Jess died in the car accident or if she died on the boat, because it doesn't make sense for her to be on the boat. If she died with like in the car accident. Yeah. But then where does the sun die? I don't know. It's, it's throwing me off. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause when she gets into the cab, her dead body from the trunk is laying on the ground and her son's dead body are both like on the concrete and she's standing there watching it. Yeah, but there, yeah, but there's only there's only one physical body there of her. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so she's standing there and and it's like ghost her apparently. Yeah, but getting into the cab. The question so did she is die why? driving? In her son, it, like if her son's dead body is in the trunk, she's driving the car, gets into a car accident. That kind of makes sense, but then what's the point of? is everyone else just not real people? Like, why do they have a different time? And why does Heather disappear? If it's all, if that's all just like in her, like hell. Yeah. Like loop. You know? I don't know. I mean, and with, with any time travel movies, especially ones that are like really um, surreal, like this one, you're eventually going to come to the, the end where it doesn't make sense anymore. So maybe that's just, maybe that's what you found there. I think that's always the case, right? I can't yeah. accept that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I have a question that can steer us somewhere better unless you had an actual thought you were going towards. No, go ahead. Okay. How many Jesses are on the boat at like at one time? I think there's usually three. I thought so too. But she says that when she kills all of them, then another boat shows up. So is there the oldest Jess kills the second crew or kills her original crew and then a new one shows up is that how that works yeah i guess so because there's not there's also not just one storyline because yeah there's there's the three jesses on the boat and then there's also the three different storylines that that happen to those different jesses yeah so yeah i guess that's 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 what happens while while the jess the eldest (laughs) the one who's a jess in the sack while that Jess is killing everybody, there's like the intermediate Jess who's trying not to kill anybody, but is accidentally killing people. And then there's a new Jess who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's maybe correct, but I think there's two different murderer Jesses. I, I also think, think four, four. Oh, maybe should, they should have called it rectangle Four angle <laughs> quadrangle. Maybe not. Well, there, there, there's one of the Jess in the sacks who's got a, like a bleeding forehead. A Jess shoots her from the theater. There's a Jess on the lower level of the theater that shoots up at Jess. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. New so, Jess shot her. But so that I don't know if that happens. So I think there's like levels to it. I think there's like alternating pathways. Yeah, it really does need to be charted. There's at least three alternating pathways. I think. 
and they all end up in the same place. Right. And I also think that that's why I'm saying I think that every so often one of the Jesses that comes on the boat is one that didn't kill a Jess yet. Yes. So some of the Jesses on the boat killed a Jess before getting on to the sailboat. Some of them killed their son. Okay. So yeah. I mean, some of them beat the son. Some of them killed him in a car accident. Either way, the son dies. They get on the boat and then get into one of the roles of the loop on the... the when you say ship. kill a Jess, you're talking about Jess in a dress. Yes, dress Jess. <laughs> dress Jess. Yeah. Jess. <laughs> Jess. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think it, that makes sense. You're right. What a, what a mind job this movie is. Yeah. As we're digging into it like this, there there's some more dimensions to it, so maybe I don't feel this way anymore. But when I was watching the movie, I felt like this is not an entirely novel idea. This isn't like a groundbreaking movie. There are time loop movies, and that's why, like you said, Shanley, that's why we were able to predict things. It's, it's not because it was... Uh, poorly done and really obvious it's just we've seen movies like this before so we know where it's going i think that this movie is not like a an extremely inventive idea but i do think it was a really well done version of a pretty familiar movie model would you agree shanley yeah for sure and it like you were saying jimmy it seems like it's a really small budget movie there's very few people but it's it looks good yeah there's some wonky cgi especially when they're sitting on the overturned sailboat that they claim is a yacht which i don't know if it is uh but i don't know a whole lot of things about boats which is why we have this on the wheel we have to learn about boats i did did you notice that it is um i'm not a huge shining fan okay but I did immediately start once like this movie started getting weird. I was making connections to is it the Overlook Hotel? That sounds right. I feel like they had like a nice like dining room area on the cruise ship and the staircase and all that and it like was reminiscent of that and then also like like the pictures the on food the wall. is like nice and then it's like decayed in another shot right um, and then yeah they have the cruise ship. There's a picture of it from the 1932 or whatever. Like this is a super old ship. But it's like, you know, we're, it, it, you know, weird. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I can see that. But one other thing that I didn't notice, this is from IMDb. Oh, did you go through the trivia? Uh, the I'm, trivia page? A little bit. The room number, um, her, the room she uses on the ship, and her um, address at her house is 237, is which that I the, guess uh, is the room from The, the Naked Shining. Old Lady one? I don't know if it's the Naked Old Lady one. It's the room where the power in The Shining originates from. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know The Shining that well. Shanley, you know it probably better than I do. This is a 237. I feel like that's a thing that's like used in a lot of movies. Yeah. It's like a yeah. common Easter egg. But Okay. Um, I think that was definitely a clear influence on this film. Yeah, I can see that now that this you mentioned. This is not going to be a funny episode. It's not going to be a funny one. <laughs> Well, and and that's a that's kind of a thing that I was experiencing with this though is like I wanted to have, I was ready to like take down <laughs> lines that were poorly delivered. Like I I really wanted to have an award for the best line of the movie, and I did, I came up with nothing. Oh, I know the best line of the movie. What was it? My, I mean, my personal favorite line, and maybe this is because I grew up a child of like, not divorced because my parents weren't ever married, but. I grew up with my parents. I do not remember them being a couple. Okay. And there was 
a lot of animosity uh, between them over the years. So there's a part when the mom, Jess, is yelling at her son. Um, and she says, as she's cleaning up his paint mess in the morning. She says, you know, you get this from your father. He was an asshole, too. And I was like, yeah. that is a hilarious line. And also, bravo for not holding back against your autistic son. Like, Jeez. Well done, lady. She's pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah that, that that's a good line. Did you come up with anything, Shanley? Lines I from the didn't. Were you, were you trying to listen out for any? I was, and I think this was just such a kind of heavy, or, you know, like, it was so serious and, like, to the point that it there wasn't anything, like, flowery or, like, that's ridiculous. Like, it's just... Yeah, nothing really stood out. Yeah. I wrote down that Sally at one point says, you're crazy. Why are you doing this? Uh-huh. And I don't know why I thought that was funny enough to write down, but I wrote it down. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose that's not a really inventive line, right? So I think part of it was that it was the first time we're going through the loop. And we know Jess didn't kill them yet. Like, we're following the Jess at the beginning of her journey. Fresh Jess. Fresh Jess. And so we're like, dude, like, she's not doing this, first of all. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I can see why that's funny. <laughs> and second, like, what a stupid question. Like, you're, you're like, what do you... The crazy day that they're having, they all just got on a boat. It flipped over. They got onto an empty cruise ship. And someone's murdering them. And she's going to be like, why are you, like... What difference does it make? You're bleeding out right now. You like? Can you explain to me what's happening? Like, shut up. I also just was still hating her at that point. She might. Sally might have been my least favorite character. Sally is. Yeah. I didn't like her husband, but he was less annoying. You know. Yeah, you know, like he's I, kind I, of funny in an assholeish way. I really didn't like him at the beginning. He was very reminiscent of SNL's guy who just bought a boat. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah. But then he kind of leveled out, and he wasn't as, like, pretentious jerky for the rest of the movie. Yeah. But at the beginning, I, I thought, like, oh, I hate this guy. Like, this guy needs to be pushed off I never boat. liked him, but I thought he was kind of funny. Yeah. At points. For for me, one line that sticks with me is, dang, like, if we took a, a shot every time Sally yells out, Heather! Yeah. Like we would be wasted, wasted, yeah. wasted. But I did laugh when Greg says to her, Sally, please. <laughs> and I was like, yes, thank you. Because she just keeps yelling that name over and over and over again. And I felt like Greg just told her exactly what I wanted to say. And I was like, oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> Maybe we don't have to hear her say that anymore. Yeah. I think like Downey also kind of called her out on it. Like, that doesn't make sense. Stop it. Right? Oh, like, I thought that was Downey. Was it Greg? I think it was Greg. I could be wrong. I think it was Greg. But I know there was a point where um, where they find the keys. And... Oh, and... Sally's and she's like, like, oh, it must be Heather. Because how else would... how Besides them, how else would the keys that were on the sailboat end up on the ship? Sorry. He says something along the lines of like that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I have a question. What's the deal with the seagulls? I was gonna bring up that. And I don't know. I'm glad you mentioned it. So, one connection that I drew from that. So in the in the film, 
the first time we see a seagull is when they're boarding the sailboat. There's one perched on like his mast, right? Uh huh. And Greg's like, oh, like they think we're a fishing boat. Like they're going to go, go hungry, hungry today. And then we see more seagulls while they're out at sea, right? Mm-hmm. Or another one or whatever. And then I don't know if we see seagulls again except for when they're eating Downy. Someone's body. Is it Downy? Yeah. They're eating Downy's body off of the side of the cruise ship. And is that it? Is that all the seagulls? Then she crashes into the seagull at the end of the movie. I don't think it's a seagull, is it? It is. I thought it was a pigeon. No. It looked really weird. Okay. Yeah, and then she throws it in the pile of dead seagulls. Well, that complicates things. But So I was going to say that maybe the seagulls, like... Are feasting know on their that they're going to be eating the dead bodies, and so like they are following her. Like they they aren't going to be hungry. Basically, they're going with the ship because they're like, oh, this is a ship that keeps flipping over, and then we get to eat all you guys. Cool. Hmm. You know, I was really um, I know it's like unrelated, but I was really reminded of the lighthouse, which we saw. Mm, it's by the oh, yeah. seabird. Yeah, and so like kind of maybe that's the beginning of the loop maybe she kills the seagull and that's when the loop starts because it's bad luck to kill a seagull yep bad luck to kill a seabird oh it's also bad luck to have a woman on a ship according to yeah uh pirates of the caribbean that is true but is it though because a whole bunch of good things happened to jack sparrow i i don't think you can trust gibbs I don't trust him at all with anything. Yeah. Uh, what just kept coming to mind for me with the seagulls is in the Black Freighter, which is the comic book that the boys reading in, in Watchmen. Yes. There is a line. I it's something along um, along the lines of in hell at least the gulls are satisfied or something like that. But I highly doubt that this movie was referencing a model of hell that was written by the Watchmen. That's that's just yeah, what I was thinking of. That's though. pretty cool. The line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's cool that you connected that. You're all right. Thanks, man. You're all right, too. <sighs> if we were on a ship, I would refuse to kill you. Dude, I... So, let's get into this. This is where we can at least kind of have fun <laughs> with this. Um, I don't understand why everyone is so stupid in scary movies but like they're dumb why didn't she just wait at the bottom of the stairs and be like hey we're the same person you know let's go ahead and just figure a way out of this like create allies let's not just Murder take the everyone. word of the person who just killed all your wow, friends you're so much of a better person kill than me friends. because you said why didn't she just meet him on the stairs and I was thinking yeah then she just shotguns them right there <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking it's like she, efficiency she'd be, so, she'd be so much kinder than we are and, I mean, and, and also me I was like yeah save the food for yourself shoot them on the stairs you got all the fruit you want for the next several months I mean I know that then she would instantly be transported back oh, no 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 she has to jump back into the water right so line those pockets with some of that succulent fruit, jump into the sea, you wake up on the shore, and you got yourself a good snack in the also, pocket. Also, if jumping off the ship transported her back, 
how did she know that she had to kill that everyone? she had to kill everyone <laughs> yeah maybe she was wrong <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of Just holes in her right logic here. so yeah. she's terrible um and again the only person who i think kind of keeps their composure at all in this situation is Vic, my man. Because he gets that hook on the wall. There's like a coat hook. That's the worst death in the movie. And he gets, really she is. pushes him into that. I don't think that don't she think pushed him that. hard enough to do yeah. that. Yeah. What is that? An extremely, extremely sharp. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's um, like it, a I know what you did last summer coat hook. <laughs> yeah. Like that's insane, dude. Because she like gently like is like. Vic, seriously, by the shoulders. And it's hard enough that it just went right through into his brain. And then also, what kind of brain stem, like, stab wound is that? That he fell over immediately after it, but was able to walk back in, see a different Jess walk up to him immediately after. So, like, Jess pushes him into it, leaves. Another Jess walks up and is like, hey, that wasn't me. (laughs) Then he goes inside. Then there's a Jess with a gun. And then there's another one that's a different one. And he just is like able to like differentiate between them. Like one of the Jesses he tries to strangle. But one of them he sees and he like puts his hands up and then like gestures that he's going to go like walk into gestures. the room. Oh, sh- that's, that's what they're trying cut. to get at. There it is. We figured it out. <laughs> we cracked the case. I don't know. I feel like he is the only person that we see kind of like figuring stuff out on the ship okay for sure like more so than jess i think she's kind of going through the motions but is like confused and really erratic he's like with a brain wound is there just like oh shit okay that's a different jess than this one like this one seems cool this one seems crazy and is like just making decisions it obviously doesn't work out for him but like He's in there, like, strategizing and, like, I don't know. He was he was very I, interesting. I didn't get that sense with him that he was differentiating one between the other. Oh, there was at least yeah. one time where he was specifically, like, he sees one and another one walks past. And then he, like, he, like, makes eye contact with that one and follows the other one. And one of them had a jacket, one of them didn't. And he, like, really? was aware. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Also, um, Victor was the best because... Right when the movie started, um, Jess walks up and Greg is like, hey, everything okay? Or is she okay? And Victor says to her, like, no. No, he says, don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good line. And then he says, like, dude, she said that her kid's in school. It's a Saturday. And then Greg's like, yeah, they have school, like, every day for those kinds of kids. He's like, like, I don't know. That's how it works. (laughs) That made me think of uh, Shutter Island. Right when he uh, spoiler alert for Shutter Island when Teddy he he goes home and he sees his wife who's gone insane and he says where are the kids and she goes they were in school he says honey it's Saturday school doesn't meet on Saturday she's like, my school does and he finds that she's murdered everyone mm. you guys have not seen the movie we've yeah. seen that movie we just don't memorize every line of every movie man when I watched that movie my my friend Chandler. Who was one of the groomsmen with you, Jim? You remember him? No. Uh, he was the one that nobody knew except for me. He goes, dude. It's a good thing you knew him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, he's like, dude, 
his wife's school sucks. Not only do you have to go to school on Saturday, but you get murdered. And I thought that was hilarious. And that ruined the movie for me because it's a really good movie. But now when she says that, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> and that's actually what I thought of in this movie. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it does. I guess Liam was the only one who got it, had his stuff together. Heather seemed all right. She was very Shauna Malway. Even tweet. though Liam isn't Shanley's preferred Hemsworth, and she kind of has like a any Hemsworth in a storm will do situation. <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to argue that. Okay. So I think that was she enjoyed it. I think that was mostly why she picked it. There's yeah, at least right. two boat movies on Shanley's nominees list featuring a Hemsworth. No, yeah, actually, the, that was the just an honorable mention. It wasn't. Oh, Not but we me. didn't stand. Really? You didn't say honorable mention. We would have stood. I didn't. Stood. Damn. Really? Because I didn't want to get up. You, you, you don't have to get up. We have to. You say please rise for mm. the honorable mentions, and you don't have to. You're telling us what to do. So I think that Liam might be my favorite Hemsworth. Really? Yeah. Really. I think he's a cool guy. That's good. Have you seen Most Dangerous Game with him and Christoph Waltz? No. Yeah. I, it's streaming on something now. It was originally for Quibi, but it's on... Oh, I love Quibi. Hulu. I think it's on Hulu now or something like that. When is Quibi coming back? Well, we're all waiting. Hopefully never. Once the triangle loop goes mm. back around. So I was really disappointed. Can we talk about triangle for a second? Like, what does that mean? And why... Like, where, did this happen in the Bermuda Triangle? It did. It did? Okay, yes. good. Wait, I don't know if it did. I don't did. think it did. Damn it. I'm really disappointed. They, they, I don't know where it takes place, but it, it looks didn't. like... It didn't. I don't know. Oh, wait, fast... no, 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 because the, uh, um, the ship, the Eyeless, I think it ports from Miami. Okay. So it could so, have been in the Bermuda Triangle. It, so that's what I was going to say is, number one, if it ports in Miami... Bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> is that what you're going for? There's a There's a shot when she's driving away with her son... And it says that she's, like, leaving Florida. And it says, like, please come back. It says, like, something about, like, the, the sunshine yeah. state. And so the the Bermuda Triangle barely touches, like, the southern end of Florida. But they, they're already at least sailing for two hours. Maybe. I, so at how fast knots. do you sail? But, but that's my point. So if they left from northern Florida... Because she drove from her home to leave the Florida, the state. There's no way you can do that from Miami and then still make the boat that same morning. If she made it to the, the border of Florida driving, they must be leaving from northern Florida. Okay. Otherwise, this movie makes no sense. This well, I mean... We found no. the plot hole. <laughs> yeah, it's a geographic plot hole. <laughs> Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but when something says triangle and it's about weird things that happen on a boat, don't you assume that it's like Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, no, I definitely thought that, but it just doesn't make sense if the, do you know it was in Miami? Because that's a big, annoying hole in this. I don't know if it was in Miami, but the Eyeless says Miami on it, on the uh, Life Preserver. Okay, so maybe they sailed south. And then ended up in the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know how fast sailboats go. But if this is an afterlife thing, it doesn't even it's necessary. It's an unnecessary addition, yeah. yes. 
That's weird. Yeah, I think that it was annoying for them to do that. Like, they didn't need to add those things together. It seems like either, like, a poor studio note or, I don't know. Yeah, there's it, it serves no purpose. It's like, pick a lame. Yeah. You have any thoughts on that, Shanley? What the deal is with Triangle? Was it supposed to be the Bermuda Triangle? Because the sailboat yacht, the sail yacht, was called the Triangle. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you have a sailboat and you're going near the Bermuda Triangle and then like weird stuff starts happening, like wouldn't you just, hey, that's weird. Like, even if you believe it or not, like wouldn't you like mention it? But it was never mentioned at all. Oh, okay. So, so like if weird stuff started happening that Greg or Vic or somebody might have said, well, we are in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I think... Okay, so Those you think... two were knowledgeable enough about sailing mm-hmm. that I feel like if they were in the right area, they sh- one of them should have at least made some kind of comment or okay. awareness around it, but I don't know. I also feel like, why name your boat Triangle? I Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were going for here because this whole thing is like a... a circle not a regular circle more of a freaky circle but it's it's not a triangle unless there's something that we're hugely missing here i do think is that like they wanted it to be a reference to the bermuda triangle right like i think they must have i don't know it's weird you you finding anything there in your travels jim yeah i'm just seeing what islands are in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> where any of the... Does it say any of them is where Jess lives? Uh, there's one called Cockburn Town. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's one called Rumkay Island. Rumkay? <laughs> yeah. Rumkay. <laughs> um, yeah, so not really... Not helpful, but... But interesting. <laughs> yes. I have a question that this may be cut and may not be interesting at all, but I I thought one of the most interesting scenes is when Sally makes her way up to the top deck of the, of the eyeless and there's a bunch of dead Sally's up there. Yeah. That was an amazing shot. Were those all CGI or did they like make a crap ton of dead Sally's? I read that she was a Decca (laughs) Do couplet. <laughs> they killed all the other <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, they're, they're all actors, so they had the whole family come out. As as old as she looks, she was actually a minor, and so you have to hire like a kid who's mm. a multiple. Yes. Uh, and at the end of the shoot, they they killed all of them, and that mm-hmm. was the that's the final shot that they got. That must have been it, huh? Yep. I, I was trying to get to this a little bit earlier, but I lost track. For the fact that it is a oh. small budget movie, clearly it is. Like all of those effects were really good. The piles of like dead stuff, uh, like that stuff looked really good, and it was really striking. I thought it was good. Yeah, I also think that um, the like fight choreography or whatever was pretty good too like it didn't seem super like overly acted or cheesy like and i think there's a few points 
where I actually like jumped. Like I was surprised, even though like obviously she's being chased. Yeah, we we you and I screamed at the jump scare when she's hit with the butt of a gun by Sack Jess. Yes, that was good. Did you get freaked at that? Did oh, jump yeah. scares get you, Jim? So the, uh, no, not really. But so that shot, we audibly we all went. Ah! That shot <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> that shot was undeniably proving that there's at least three Jesses on the boat, right? Because there's one running above her, and she uh-huh. hears the footsteps. And she's running along. And then a different masked Jess. There's two masked Jesses. Okay. And a different one is the one that hits her in the head with the... And then throws a gun, gun at her. Butt. Yeah. Yes. She throws a gun at her like uh, Vader throws his lightsaber at Luke. Yeah. Only not as cool. She has an incredible arm. She she well, She's does. practiced for... You know, who knows how well, long. Um, when she picks up, like, was it an apple or something? And she throws it at the... <laughs> at the, cor- the floating corpse. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's probably been throwing amazed. things at her autistic son for years. Wow. What? I'm not saying it's right. But she is the type. <laughs> yeah. Why did that body disappear, Jimmy? Um, which body? Downey's floating corpse. Because it left the proximity of the cruise ship. Oh. Uh. I think that, like... Just like the boats all vanish and it's mystical. It's like mystical. Oh, okay. As in danger, danger. That kind of mystical. Yep. Um, I was wondering a lot of stuff. And again, we're not going to come up with the answers because there isn't any and there doesn't need to be. But did it bother either of you guys? Like there's not that many. Like, yes, there was a lot of jumpsuits hanging up, but there was like eight. You know? Uh-huh. Like, was there, like, 40, and now she's whittled it down to 8? Or is there always 8? Does it, like, magically restock? No, there. I think uh, there are some level of things that don't reset, which is why there are piles. So, Well, so there's, like, the shotgun shells that she grabs a handful and throws them into the sack. Right. And then there's, there's the axe that's mounted to the wall mm-hmm. that, that is mounted to the wall when she first gets on, but she pulls it. And so, like, the so axe, I must refill. Yeah, like they cut out a part of her day where she's like, she realizes what's going on. She's like, oh, now I'm good. Now I'm clean up, Jess. Like, there's like, there's like <laughs> no, a whole it's, crew it's a, of it's them. A Bill and Ted sort of thing. Or just like yeah, I have to remind myself to put the axe back. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if there was like a whole spinoff of this, like a short of like her like doing all the other stuff. Like, there's one mopping up blood. And there's like one that cleans off the mirror with the message on it. As, uh, there's one that's steering the ship, like Dwight <laughs> in the office. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with a drunken sailor? Is that what he's singing? What yeah. he's singing? That's hilarious. I wonder if it's like anything that's not from the ship that like that's what piles up. Part of the crew. So like there's one. There, there was, was a, a lot one. of Pirates of the Caribbean things. Like, she wakes up in Davy Jones' locker. Yeah, for sure. The crab and, and what you're stare. talking about, about all of the Jesses cleaning up, it's Captain Jack oh, yeah. on, on, uh-huh. on the Black Pearl. One of them's a chicken. Yeah. And they're fighting over the peanut. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, Shannon, go ahead. Well, there's, like, a part where she gets her locket caught in, like, the grate, and then it, like, breaks and drops. Oh, yeah, yeah, When yeah. she looks down, there's, like... 20 different lockets so you're saying that if it's something that's not from the eyeless then it piles up yeah so like the dead bodies for uh sally her lockets 
I don't know, like anything that wasn't on the ship seems to like kind of pile up. Okay. Where like the other things. Go so you think the other normal. things are on like a reset timer? Like the guns just like transport themselves back to the rack? Yeah, kind of. Interesting. That might be the case. That I think that that uh, that there actually there would probably works. be like gunshot holes from all the shots she takes into the theater. Mm-hmm. So those are self-repairing. I guess so. Interesting. Um, we didn't talk about one big aspect of the movie, and I think that is something that needs to be discussed. Shanley, how did you feel about our first experience with IMDb TV? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah, I I was really trying to ignore that last night, but so when they say free with ads, like they were not joking. Like there are ads all over. It's it's at least 5 ads per ad break. And an ad break what every 10 minutes? Something like that. Yeah, it, there there were quite a few yeah, of them. It was like 180 seconds per break. And it makes sense that there was no, like, transition, but this movie really suffered because there's no transition. It was, like, the, like, it was not even, it was seamless. It was yeah. amazing how they jumped. Like, there was not no, even like, a black screen. Black screen, and then, like, it loads up or whatever. It would just, like, and it would fade into the ads before, like, the countdown thing showed up or whatever. So there's, like, a one or two seconds <laughs> where, like, several times I kept being, like, Whoa, like this is an interesting turn. Yeah. And it was like a Clorox <laughs> commercial or something. Because there was one where she looks out on the sea and then all of a sudden it was an ad for like an all expense like vacation. And there was like this this like couple on lounge chairs beside mm-hmm. a pool. And it's I was like huh. A, oh no, wait, no, this is travel to sandals, Jamaica. There's so there was one like that. Where it was like, someone says, like, I think Greg says to Jess, it's because you're a good mother. And then it like cuts to, it was like a, a, a black dude with a kid, like with like, I guess his daughter or something. Oh, and yeah. they're kind of like dancing around. And it was like a slideshow of that, but like music started so up with it. Is this supposed to be them? And it kept the same aspect ratio. So I thought it was cutting to like, a, I was like, oh, it's like another ship going to also get stranded on this cruise ship? Like, are they going to meet up with other people? Like, other families? Like, her and a bunch of other, like, bad parents are going to, like, meet each other on this cruise ship. Bad mom. And then it's going to turn into, like, a rom-com or something. Yeah. Um, There there was another one where, uh, where she was talking about her son Tommy's drawings. And then it went to, like, a photograph commercial. It was, like, a commercial uh of, like, a photograph with, like, a a full family. Uh And she was like, oh, look at how good your pictures are. Then, boom, it was a photo. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Photorealistic. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, a Rain Man kind Uh of kid. That's for sure. And, geez. So, before we get off to that, (laughs) I really think we need to talk about our favorite ad for the night, for sure. The one that might make it onto the weekly watch wheel playlist. music playlist. <laughs> there is a it is a cologne commercial. Is that what it is? I think it's one it's of those things. That the product it was like gets an really attractive, buried. like Italian looking man in like a suit with it. Yeah, like and he's like racing down the and he has Italian like his Riviera hair and waved goes, over. Bang bang, she shot me down. Bang bang. Ugh. I hit the ground, so bang, bang, wow, 
that awful sound and he's like in the club and then people are like oh he smells good <laughs> i don't know to be disgusted that you can do that so well or impressed well impressed welcome. obviously a, a little disgusted no. it, it reminded me of do you guys ever seen sister act two yeah. Not oh, for gee. years. Oh, I love Sister Act 2. She's having everybody show their musical abilities by just singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. And this guy goes, I'm Frank Hay. And he goes, I don't sing. I rap. And he goes, check this out. Mary Had a Little Lamb fleeces white as snow. And he just raps the lyrics. And everyone's like, oh, very good. That's what this yeah. was to... What it, uh, it's a Sinatra song, right? Bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just rapping well, so it like there's nothing impressive about is that, that. A, um, I think it's a Sally Sinatra song uh, is that her name I don't think it is uh, but, um, Jess Sinatra I know it from Kill Bill, uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah it's My Baby Shot Me Down yeah let's look at the name um, so going Nancy back to... Sinatra Nancy Sinatra I should have known that yeah because that was your grandmother Nancy Sinatra yep <laughs> There, there was a part. I think this was maybe the fifth. Oh, and or you're s- right. Sorry, it is bang bang. My baby shot me down. <laughs> In parentheses, yeah, a very Backstreet Boys way of titling a song. It's good. They, we heard this maybe the fifth or sixth time, and in a fit of rage. Not unlike Jess in this movie, Shanley reached for the remote and muted it. And you were like, no, Shanley, I was shazamming that. <laughs> and then it didn't play again. And then I started watching it today. the of the triangle. And it won't do it. Yeah, we've, we broke the loop. We broke the triangle. We freed ourselves from the cycle. <laughs> triangle. Um, how freaky was that Tricycle. Kid? Tommy? They gave him a really bad haircut to try he to He looked look. like a Vulcan, but like a blonde one. And he was terrifying looking. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was very like possessed kid in a movie looking. Yes. Oh yes. For sure. And he just like yelled a lot. Like, and I was not a fan. Yeah. Do you think that kid was really autistic? I don't think so. I think he's just. They were like, "Hey, kid, act like, like retarded." Like, hey, buddy. Uh, I'm the director <laughs> of this movie. I also wrote it. It was written and directed by me. Um, you see how that lady, that redhead, keeps yelling, Heather? Mm-hmm. Can you do something sort of like that as soon as I scream action? Action! And then he just does her. What did he do? Ah! No, it wasn't like that. What did it sound like? Like what? Come on, Matt. I know you know it. No. What? what? Make the sounds that he made. <laughs> you do it. I don't know what you're talking you about. You don't know? No. Is this just you refusing to be no, no, the inappropriate one? He was full on going like, duh, oh. duh. <laughs> he was like doing that noise. I didn't notice that. He did that all the time. It was like all he did. It's like, dude, I would beat him to death too. Jeez. <laughs> wow. 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 Is that wow. something you want cut or you want that? In oh there? no, I stand by it. Jeez. He was unbearable. Plus with the hair. Unhairable too. Mm. <laughs> There, there's that really uh, ham-fisted part where Greg says to her, "This is all in your mind." You remember that? Yes. Yep. And he's wrong. It's not in her head, or maybe it is. But is it not? I don't know. It's I kind of because that's in the script. It makes me think that it is. You know, no squealing. Remember that it's all in your head. Oh, uh, I thought it was like uh, the seal squealed and fingered Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> 
could have been. Maybe that's what he was talking about. <laughs> There's a seal on the movie Triangle. You know, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna seal it, but it'll be there. Wait, wait. I did have a question. Let's hear it. So, I get how she gets her keys because a future her drops the keys. Right. But how did her keys get there? So I had two thoughts on this. One is, like I said, I think that there's at least a reasonable assumption that could be made that an unseen Jess, like one that's not in the film, the first Jess, murdered her son uninterrupted, drove to the dock, to the harbor, and had her keys with her. And so I think that could be the first set of keys that is on the the cruise ship. Oh, okay. And so she drops them, and then the next Jess picks them up. So the keys, the keys that Jess eventually drops are not the ones that she had with her, but the ones that she picked up in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, because I, I was expecting her to pull out a second pair of keys and like two keys. Yeah. Um, so that's one possibility. The other would be in the loop when she flips the car, kills her son, uh, and she's standing there with the death cab driver guy that if like because there is she did have a dead body of hers in the trunk and her son so if this like ghost world her did survive the crash and like turned the car off and took her keys out and then was like standing there watching people surround the car accident there's a chance that that her still had her keys got in the cab drove to the harbor then went on to the boat and had keys. But if that still... were the case, how did she get her dead body from the trunk unzipped from the bag? Oh, I the think trunk they're... was open when it flipped. And so maybe it opened up and she fell out. Cause, yeah, that, cause I think the, that her that's in the what... trunk is wearing the dress that she didn't ever wear on the Just boat. in the dress. Yeah. yeah. So it's her in the dress. That That's just a stupid convoluted thing. It's the car accident made the the concealed body in the trunk fall out of unzip out of a duffel bag and then fall out of a trunk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but but what okay, that that's an area that super confuses me. Just behind the wheel either survives or dies in the car accident. But what happens to her physical form? Does it just vanish? Well, there's not, I mean, Matt Come on. This is real life. There's not two hers. There's not two of her. There's a, she's the one person. I know that. But in the movie, there are many hers at once. But that's because they're not in the real world. No, the, there's two Jesses outside of the house. Yeah, but that's in the fantasy. The real her, real life human Jess, murdered her son, put him in the trunk of her car, drove away, and either got on the ship, or got into a car accident. So either she died in the car accident, and then the ghost of her went in the cab, went to the thing, and always she always arrives at the harbor by cab. Or she drove to the cab the first time when she murdered her son. And then the, like, the loop her that's in like the afterlife is always going there. In which case we're not obeying the laws of anything. So, like, the afterlife her could just, un- like, leave the car unscathed because she's not a real person. Yeah, I I, I don't get that. But anyways, let, let me think of something. 
that I think was stupid in this. I think that at least there were much more efficient ways for her to kill everybody. Not just namely killing them on the sea stairs. I think she should have at least tried to snipe at them when they show up on this overturned sailboat. I mean, she's got that that rifle, right? Do, don't you think that she could well, shoot I mean, at it's them? it's a shotgun. Okay. And I don't think there's any indication that she's a marksman. I think that... How different is throwing a gun to shooting a gun? Well, throwing a gun 20 feet at yourself or shooting someone with a shotgun who's 100 yards away and uh-huh. not only shooting one person, but shooting five people, I think it's probably a challenge. Well, then how about this? They all end up in like that ballroom area, right? Honestly, she should have waited at the top of the stairs. Like, hey, guys. And then they're in a straight line. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. On the sea stairs. Halfway up the sea stairs. Then she starts firing. She didn't walk them down. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most efficient way to do it, I think. And then the overturned boat is right there. So there's something to that. Instead, she has to do these really convoluted and extremely violent things. And again, I think what it lands at is there's no evidence that she needs to kill anyone. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's just a thing that one of the other versions of her decided to do and then told all the other ones to do it also. You you know what? I'm glad you said that because I was waiting in the movie for her to like find the instructions mm-hmm. of that like, oh yeah, you've got to kill everyone. I thought she was going to find like a sort of like whatever the equivalent is of the binder from Night at the Museum. Whoa. <laughs> that would just like tell... You know what I'm talking about? Night at the museum. He has a binder of like how like to the handbook. The yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To like give a bone to the T Rex and like those sorts of things. Uh-huh. I thought she was gonna find an equivalent of that. That's gonna give her the, her objectives. Yeah, and then and then when she went when she met the driver, I thought that he was gonna at least be like, hey, uh, you you got to do this stupid thing. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think any of that was going to happen. So but we don't know where be, these act, where any of this comes from, then. So, like I said, I, like I, I'm pretty proud of myself for coming up with the she just concept that there's an original Jess that didn't do that because that's not in the movie. I mean, I don't think it's a, like a brilliant thing that no one could think of, but it's a brilliant thing that very few people could think of, and I'm <laughs> and one I'm of one those of few. <laughs> um, and I think that. So, like, the first Jess that didn't get interrupted in her child murder and then went on this ship and there was no one else on the ship, at some point that Jess must have just started killing people. Because it's always the previous Jess or one of the one of the Jesses that were already on the ship starts the murders. But at one point she was the only Jess on the cruise ship. And began a murdering. Yeah, that's weird. So one of them was just like, I killed my kid. Now I'm going to kill all you. And that's just the way it is. Do you think she's like becoming like a better person over time? Yeah. Because. So that's. <laughs> no. That was a strong. Definitely, no. Definitely not. Well, because I mean, who you she. mean after she starts murdering everyone? Well, no, I don't think but, she's better. <laughs> but Jess in the dress is significantly more of a jerk than the Jess who's on the ship who, at, at least at first, 
is trying to protect people, and then secondly is accidentally killing people, and no. then thirdly is reluctantly killing people. Nope. And here's why: the Jess that gets onto the sailboat at first onto the triangle. Uh huh. That Jess gets onto the triangle, knowing, okay, I'm gonna go murder all of you, and then she forgets once she's taking her nap. That's true. So at the end of her loop, she doesn't go, oh, I should stop killing people and I should just accept what happened. She goes, nope, I'm going to go on this boat. I'm going to kill all you guys. Then I'm going to go rescue my son, kill myself and rescue my son. I'm just going to do it better this time. Right. And also, screw that cab driver. I'm not paying him shit. <laughs> <laughs> How petty is death? But he's yeah. like, jeez. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to leave the meter running. It's just like. Didn't you just see my dead body next to my son, you asshole? Well, then also he's like, she, she's not coming back, is she? She's not paying me for this fare. I'm going to put her through this weird, convoluted, eternal hellscape because she didn't pay me. Let me go ahead and put you into a scenario, Matt. You, you are the angel of death. <laughs> You're just trying to make a living. Well, that's where I was going. You're death. Okay. And you just watch this lady flip a car and kill herself and her autistic son. She also flips the bird. Yeah, and like a, she, liter- yep. a literal mm-hmm. bird. And she says, "I'm going to go bury it," and then just throws it off of a wall <laughs> on a, on a heap of dead birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you see this? Do you go up and say, "You want to get in my cab," or do you go, "Yeah, I'm going to let the authorities handle this one"? Hmm. I feel like he should have known better. Yeah, he's. I mean, cab drivers have seen some sh- like they should know what's up. But you this know, isn't he, the person. so he's he's also. He, did he say? Cab did drive- you make sure to take your wallet from the wreckage? Because <laughs> I'll give you a ride if you'd like. Well, cab drivers talk. It's like it's it's a triangle, if you will, of people mm. who talk ah. to each other. And there was once a cab driver who drove a strange man from a dock to a newspaper building. And he thought he was not going to get paid. But then that strange man gave him a bunch of gems. Mm. And he became very rich. Yes, and then he helped his friend later in the purple spandex. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And so that's that's when he became a cop. And he was solving <laughs> crimes, kind of. That's right. In uh, With Ace Ventura. That's exactly right. Yeah. So now death has heard from that cabbie mm. from from the phantom and he's just waiting for for his payout yeah but she screws him over i don't know i think it's kind of a jerk move for him to encourage her to get into his cab when she might have like a lack of mental awareness to make that decision and then to drive her and be like i'm going to leave the meter running okay all right see ya like you are coming back right her kid just died why is this something that you have to rub in her face like i'm gonna have to charge you for the time (laughs) it takes to go get this bunny (laughs) it's pretty jerk move of him she's looking at the the dead kid and he's also rubbing that in her face going yeah he's super dead you uh nothing you can do about it dead kid that is just (laughs) speaking for myself who's an expert on death uh i've seen him uh, and that is 
a severely dead person. Sometimes someone's kid dies and like, yeah, you could come back, but nope, not this one. You are very efficient at killing that kid. You deaded that kid real good. Anyway, want to want to ride in my cab? <laughs> well, <laughs> time to get this show on the road. Is it is that like a like a river sticks sort of thing? Like you have to pay the ferryman, right? From the river sticks. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, this movie. This movie's actually starting to upset me the longer we talk about it. <laughs> well, I was the, kind of on board. I was definitely on board with it earlier, but now I'm I'm jumping ship, if you will. I'm off board. Well, that just starts to loop back over, Matt. So don't do that. <laughs> the triangle starts the yep, triangle. That starts the triangle over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the international symbol for an unending cycle. The so, triangle. I am also upset about one thing in particular in this film. Okay. It made a fool of me. Uh, at the end of the film, after she throws the seagull into the sea and she's driving away with her son, he's crying because there's blood on the windshield and she gets reasonably upset because it's annoying. It's like, dude, come on. Like, there's blood on the windshield. Whatever. Like, yeah. grow up. You know? This happens all the time. Um, yeah, literally. And... Uh, so she's like distracted. She's like turning around to yell at him some more and give him, give him a piece of her mind. Right. Uh, and then she swerves across the lane, hits the truck, her car, it like hits on like the, the driver's side front wheel only and mm-hmm. like launches the car up and it does like almost a perfect barrel roll. <laughs> oh yeah. And I like out loud was like, hell yeah. She like, landed she it. She landed it. <laughs> and then it just keeps going and like she totally wipes out and the body falls out of the trunk and yeah. the kid dies and whatever. But I was so pissed because like, how do you shoot it in a way that it gets so close to landing the barrel roll? Like that's, that's messed up. They teased me so much there, dude. I'm upset. Like, Honestly, if it was me, if I was in this situation, okay. I'd be going back in time, but not to try to save my kid. I'd be doing it to try, try to, to land, land that it. barrel roll. Because, like, that would be dope. I mean, I've played and, a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and yeah. I think if I time this correctly, uh-huh. I can land this. I think that the kid would make it if, if she had have. landed it. Definitely he would have. And then he would have been like, man, like you just earned my respect, mom. Like, so the problem is not that she's a murderer. It's that she's not a stunt driver. That well, the- it's that she's not a stunt driver after having been through this triangle so many times. It's like this is the third arm of the triangle is land the barrel roll. Yeah. And she just won't do it. Like phase one, don't kill your kid. Phase two kill everyone on the boat and jump off phase three land the barrel roll land the auto kickflip and then you know what would happen she lands the barrel roll death pulls up next to her in the cab and gives her the vin diesel nod Mm -hmm. and then we see them in the sequel bam there we go Two try to angle yep that's what happens so they so maybe that's what death death was rubbing it in her face she's like who are you and he's like i'm just uh well, I'm a driver. I'm a driver for, for one. Not like um, you. Do you need a ride? Since your car is clearly you suck at landing <laughs> incapacitated car barrel rolls. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I like this angle. I really like that this he's like tri-angle. a competitive. <laughs> oh, I'm into it. That's good. Well, maybe uh, 
Maybe that's a good place to end. We we had some fun with it at the end there. Yeah. Now let's spend another 20 minutes figuring out this next spin and rankings and stuff. Should we do some rankings? Let's do it. Uh, I. Oh, dude, tonight's my favorite night. Your turn? Because any night with us is your favorite night? No, definitely not. Damn you, then. Uh, before we get to the things of your favorite night, um, let's do some rankings. So I did tonight what we've been saying that we should do for a really long time. Redid the ranking. Yeah. From... Shanley, did you redo your ranking? Mm-hmm. Nice. We all redid them tonight. From the floor up. Uh, so again, our rankings have very little to do with how good of a movie something is, but it's more so about with how we decided to spend our movie night. And you know what? I, it's come to my attention that our rankings are even higher stakes than like a, a normal person who weighs whether or not it was a waste of their movie night to watch a movie. Because for us, it's not just of we wasted our movie night. It's like we wasted the majority of two nights because we wasted the lead up before watching the movie then we wasted the night watching the movie and then we wasted our wednesday nights having to record this weird thing that we do well i think the lead up is fun no matter what honestly but i think that sometimes it becomes a disappointment though well so that's what i'm saying is it's always fun speculating and then once we start the movie sometimes it's like oh no and now we have to talk about it and maybe rewatch part of it uh, because my wife can't stay awake ever through a <laughs> right. movie. So it's just like, oh, okay, this is a whole thing now. Shanley, if you fall asleep in a movie, does Jimmy have to sit with you to rewatch it? Or can you rewatch it on your own? I can rewatch it on my she own. She says that, but yet to see it. Will you sleep more the second time around? <laughs> I might. <laughs> so has. that's what Jimmy's doing there. Yeah. He's just nudging you. Yeah. He's like, do you need a break? Should we pause it and reconvene in 15 minutes? And he's also calling me out on, like, there'll be parts he puts on. I'm like, I already saw this part. He's like, oh, did you see this part? I'm like, oh, I guess not. Or I'll just say, like, okay, what's that character's name? (laughs) Or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, quickly we realize how much value is in your I've already seen this. Gotcha. Okay, well, you didn't fall asleep in this movie. I did. Yes, she did. Oh, dang it. (laughs) When did you fall asleep? Um, when at the boat she park? goes back to the beginning, yeah. Oh, the, towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But she was fading out towards the end of the like fading the most exciting down. stuff on the boat. Like once we knew everything that was going on, then she started losing interest. Yeah, because I already knew. Once everything. the mysteries were kind of not there anymore, and it's like, oh, now we're like we're just seeing her act out the end of the loop. You know, that's something we haven't talked about because I felt like that too. Like, I felt like this is kind of arduous to just have to do this again. Like, we know what's going to happen. It wasn't very different seeing it from the first person perspective. So, if I were you, Shanley, I would have fallen asleep too. You were falling asleep. But if I was Shanley, (laughs) I would be falling asleep too. You asked if we could turn all the lights on so that you could keep watching it. Okay, that was a bluff. I was scared. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Shanley, uh, some... when they brought back that's the scariest part of the movie is we thought we were done with the freaky blonde haired boy, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's back in your like, face, and again. you're like, Oh, and even more, we're gonna find out he's possessed. Yeah, <laughs> all of this is gonna make sense. <laughs> it's like a dust till dawn <laughs> yes. thing, just like, Oh, this just turned into a vampire movie. 
That would be great. <laughs> Dude, if it ended with the kid sucking the blood from her neck, I would have been so happy. Part of this movie, I thought it was going to be like the the movie Identity with John Cusack and Amanda Peet. Do you know what that movie is? No. Spoilers for that movie. It's a it's like a it's a a lot like this. A bunch of strangers end up in a place together and somebody that they don't that they don't recognize is killing everybody. Uh, at the end of the movie, again, spoilers, you find out if this is all happening within the mind of somebody with dissociative identity disorder and his shrinks are having him kill off all of his violent personalities. Wow. And I thought that that's where this movie was going. It I wasn't. only like two John Cusack films. Would you guys like to take a guess at them? Hot Tub Time Machine. Con Air. That's both of them. We Ooh. did it! Good job, you guys. That. That's excellent. We know you well. Okay, Shanley, so you you did, you retooled your rankings from the flow up. Uh, did your top movie and or last movie change? Honestly, they didn't change very much. Okay. I don't think anything really changed. Um, I'm struggling now because I feel like Jaws for the Revenge has been the top of my rankings, and I remember really enjoying it, but I can't really remember that movie anymore, and so I don't... Does that make you want to watch it? It because kind you know... of does, and it also kind of makes me just want to put my current excitement mm, current. up at the list. Because it's Jaws, and it takes place on, on water. I got, okay, I see where you're going with that. Why don't you remind us what's on the top and the bottom of your list and then let us know where triangle is. Okay, so Jaws for the Revenge is still number one. Um, think just for right now, I still remember that being the best or the most fun to watch. Right. Um, you didn't sleep in that one. I didn't. What a legendary accomplishment. Yeah. There's very few that I did not, or that I completely stayed awake for, so that's... That right there That's tells a you something. Review. Yeah. Bottom of the list. Sorry, Matt. No desserts, Dad. So you mow the lawn. Still, huh? Yeah. Um, and triangle falls at number four. Number four. So what's directly above it? Uh, Ford v Ferrari, and then... directly below it is Primal. Oh, this this moved Primal down the list. It did. Cool. Primal is a good one. I've been wanting... Actually, today, I was think, planning on one cleaning my room, kicking on Primal. I didn't end up doing that. And can you guess why? Because you fell asleep. Because I decided not to clean my room. Uh, but <laughs> I probably would have otherwise. Okay. Yeah, that's... So you said number four, then. Yep. That's interesting. I have a question. So is Triangle so far up your list at number four because you are eager to watch it again or is it more of just like if it was a movie night this would be a movie that i would choose just because you like it or is it i i'm trying to find a way to communicate this is well, it do you want to watch it again because this is just a movie that you would enjoy watching or do you want to watch it again because you need to unravel the mysteries therein yeah yeah or or maybe some a little bit more so on the side of is this something that you are glad you spent your movie night watching or is it like a repeat value where you're like, I want to spend another. Hmm. Like, would you recommend someone go down 
the path of the triangle. The triangle, if you like, will. Now that you've gotten a taste, obviously you're going to come back for more. Mm-hmm. But would you say to the next person, don't enter this because then you're just going to be in the cycle mm. like us. You just have a to try cycle. back. So you got to tell them to give it a try. Oh. Angles. So I really enjoyed this movie. I feel like I liked it. I think it was worth it. I would recommend someone else to watch it. I do want to rewatch it because I, while I was getting bored and tired last night, once we kind of figured out all the parts and just watching it play through, I still feel like we've talked about it, but I'm like still kind of like in my head trying to work out all the things. So I I do want to rewatch it. And I think I'll enjoy it rewatching it. I don't think it's one necessarily I'd want to watch all the time. You know? Okay. Yeah. But I do I did enjoy it and I do want to rewatch it. Gotcha. And I would recommend it. Nice. Okay. I got that. Jimmy, you want to take the next rankings? Did you did your first and or last change when you retooled your list? Kind of, but not really. So first is still Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Last is Highlander 2, The Quickening. Where did No Dessert end no up? No Dessert, Dad, Till You Mow the Lawn has moved up slightly. Uh, it is at number 14 out of 16. Heck yeah, what's beneath it? Uh, Russell Madness. Yeah! Wow. So I would rather watch Primal than Triangle, and I would rather watch Triangle than Jaws for the Revenge. Gotcha. But that is like what you were saying to Shanley. That is pretty much exclusively because I still want to try to unravel the triangle. The triangle. <laughs> I feel like um, the triangle is so mysterious. Hmm. Uh, and while this recording has made me I think a little bit less um, before we started recording today, I thought that there was more to discover in this film that possibly through rewatching my understanding for it would grow. Right now. I'm like, maybe not. I think we maybe have gotten everything we can out of this. And I think that I still would like to rewatch it just to see if there's any interesting stuff that like you catch on the second viewing. But I'm not optimistic. I think this movie's not as clever as it makes itself out to be. Yeah, I think that this is uh, a pretentious high schooler's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't like. I don't understand how so many people watch like these Avengers movie. Like my my favorite movie is Triangle. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, you probably never heard of it. It's honestly, it reminds me of how you were with Inception, but. I, that's still my favorite movie. Yeah, it's similar, I think. No, Inception is way smarter than this movie. Way more smarter, for sure. Smarterer. More uh, perfect union. But yeah, so that's that's where I'm at with it. I still, it, I definitely, I don't like this movie as much as I liked several of the movies below it. Okay. But just the reality is I'm a sucker and they they have enough of a hook in me. For me to be like, yeah, I'm gonna probably want to rewatch it at some point. Yeah, okay, I get that. How about you, good old baby Matt? 
my first and last for my rankings, even though I retold it, didn't change. At number one, still Spirit of Vengeance. My last one is still Highlander 2, The Quickening. Uh, no Dessert Dad Till You Mow the Lawn, if you're curious, has actually moved down my list, but not by very much. I think I had it at like a six before, and now it's down to nine. Uh, which Bottom means half. It, yeah, but it, that also means it's only gone down two spaces, not not three, because last week's list was one um one item shorter right uh i have triangle at number five directly beneath jaws the revenge and directly above the phantom i i had a hard time with it you know the reason i asked you that extremely complicated question shanley is because i wanted to be careful to not be ranking it based upon how good of a movie I think it is. Cause I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't think it's the greatest, smartest movie of all time. I think it's pretty good. I think it's a fairly simple idea that's accomplished extremely well. But the reason I'm at a little bit of a quandary is cause it's not really a fun movie to watch, but I also feel the triangular pull toward wanting to watch it again like you guys said just to kind of experience this from another level of insight and trying to see if I can glean a little bit more out of it but I also really don't want to do that because it's somewhat of an arduous process to watch the same scene playing out for an hour and a half and it's like you said Jimmy this movie is absolutely no fun there's nothing more to enjoy about it other than I don't think yeah. I said it was no fun. Well, you said there's no there's no comedic aspect yes, to it. It's not it's not funny. So so for my thing is like there it's not fun at all. There's nothing to really enjoy about it. There's this one aspect of the movie, uh, a, a clever design of what the movie's about, and then that's it. So like I kind of don't want to watch it again, but then I do because what they did well in this movie works so well that it it is pulling me back. Yeah. But Plus, it, maybe next time you watch it, she'll land the barrel roll. That would be sick, yeah. yeah. Every time we watch it, we're just putting ourselves into that triangle. There was something else I wanted to say about it. Let me see if I can remember. I guess it's this. I wish there was something else more to it to enjoy. It's kind of a middling movie, but it's, it is it is good. It's not bad by any means, so... Yeah, it I is. have a feeling that this is going to quickly move down our list. Yeah, I think you're right. And for like, for I think once we become less like it's not as fresh in our minds. And that's already going to stop. It's caring. already happening through this conversation because yep. I started out thinking like, hey, I really enjoyed this movie. And then I, I did get to the point where I said, this movie's kind of dumb. <laughs> and, and for dumb fun, I might throw on Russell Madness over triangle on a movie night if i got some people over for like snacks and stuff and like hey we're gonna laugh at this ridiculous movie not sit through triangle i don't know i i have it at five but i don't feel great about that i think it'll probably move down the list yeah i'm also at five and shanley what was your number again four four i think there's a difference like there's movies i might throw on and then be okay hanging out with people having conversation you know like not focusing on the the movie and then there's movies where it's like okay or the movie nights where it's like oh no we're watching a movie shut up you you need to see this part yeah so i feel like there's different kinds and yeah this isn't necessarily a i feel it's more of a focus movie which isn't as fun 
but yeah, it's hard to kind of compare apples and oranges in yeah. this case. I hear that. All right, well, Jimmy, you ready for that? Let's go ahead and get something new in our lives. You don't want to just cycle back through the triangle. Yeah, let's ride this triangle back up to the top. The tippy top. Take it down. Is triangle like a reference to like the hill that Sisyphus has to roll the rock up? I I think it might be about a threesome. <laughs> okay. Well, what time is it now? It's diaper time. It's time to spin that wheel. Spin the wheel. Jimmy, it's your spin. Have you been thinking about this all week, your opportunity to spin? I haven't. Okay. I, I've got to address this. I've been wanting to address this every single week, and I'm sorry to do this now. But apparently my son created, my four-year-old son created a wheel on my Spin the Wheel app called Le Pop, You Mommy. And it's just a wheel that has several yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no's on it. I don't know what that means. All right. We'll spin <laughs> it. All right, let's find out if we should le pop, le pop you, mommy. Yes, yes, <laughs> le pop you, mommy. I was hoping it would be yes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be really disappointed. It was no. Like ah, oh, we'll have to wait another week to le pop you, mommy. All right, guys, will you ready for me to spin the wheel? Don't spin the le pop you, mommy wheel. But. I know that sound. That's the Le Papi Mommy wheel. Yeah! Oh, no. I also... Yes, Le Papi Mommy. <laughs> Shelly, do you want a Le Papi Mommy? Uh, no, I don't. It's great. Shelly, you gotta spin it. No. Everyone's doing it. You'll never know whether or not you yeah. Le Papi Mommy. I'm a, you know what? I'd rather Le keep that pop- mystery unsolved. <laughs> Le Papi Mommy. <laughs> Okay, now that we've lip-hopped you, mommy, uh, why don't you spin the right one? So you said you've been thinking about this all week. Is there anything that you're I said hoping? I was not thinking about it all week. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I said no. I you were just so focused no. on lip-hop, you, mommy. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I've not been thinking about it. I am just here for the spins, bro. Is there something I, you want it to be? I don't want it to be anything. I want it to just take me where the wheel wishes. Wow. Art is the wheel of life. Hell yeah. No, art is the grease. Art the is w- the grease on the wheel of the car of life. <laughs> okay. And then you need a napkin because it's greasy. <laughs> That's right. Go ahead. Oh, that was what is happening? Hold on. Respin. This doesn't count. I think you so this my, is my a regulation son... spin. Is that spin regulation no, no. size? I didn't even see what it said. My son dropped my phone in miso soup, so I I think I need to replace it. Ooh, you look disappointed. I'm upset. What's going on over there? I I'm seeing what color because I saw a color on my first accidental spin. And I'm trying to see which... I saw the first letter and the color. So I think my first spin that was like two tut-tuts. I think... <laughs> I think I got... 
McConaughey. But the spin that I said, nope, nope, and then respun it was, what, where are we? This is going to be great content. <laughs> <laughs> the second spin, the one that was legit, said bad adaptation. You're disappointed about bad adaptations? I'm very disappointed about bad adaptations. This was your category. You came yeah, up with this. I know. This it's, was your category. I know. It's It belongs on the wheel. But it's devastating. Shanley, you know me. You've known me for a long time. Can you think of any category that would upset me more than bad adaptation? Strictly Strictly Shanley. Oh, yeah. No, I've liked Strictly Shanley. No, but if you spun Strictly Shanley. Oh, maybe. But the point is, it's a particularly upsetting fact of life to me that books that I love get turned into shitty movies. Well, but that's why I'm asking, is that the angle you're going to take? Because you don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be a a book that's important to you and the bad adaptation that came out of it. Yeah, I mean... But is that what you're going to do? I mean, I probably. It's, it seems unlikely that I would go find a book that I don't like and then find a bad adaptation of it. Like, the whole point is it's bad adaptations. So it can't be a good... Like, I can't pick Lord of the Rings. Well, no, but you could put pick Super Mario Brothers. And that's not something that... Pro- it's probably not something that personally upsets you. But um, you're welcome to do that. That's fine with me. And I'm hoping that it's Artemis Fowl. Because that movie seems crazy. And well, I want to watch that. We do have... When I, when I came up with this as an option, I thought of it as book adaptations. For gotcha. bad adaptations. And okay. also the B in bad adaptations could be book adaptations. <laughs> but um, we have a category that says video game affaptations. Oh, right. Okay. And I don't so, know yeah, if that you was wanna... intentional or not. It's intentionally not been corrected. Okay. But it's supposed to be adaptations. And then you just left the typo. Yeah. Okay. So I think because that's a distinct, unique category... Okay. I don't think that we should go with um, books. Same thing with like games. failed superhero franchise. You wouldn't want to do that because that's an adaptation, but we already have a... Okay. Yeah. I so, mean, well, that one I'm a little more loose on. I feel like if that's where you decide to go with it, you know, next time this gets spun. Is video game ad- bad video game adaptations a like robust enough category that it deserves its own. Well, spot it's on the just list. video game adaptations Aff because adaptation. they're all bad. Yeah, and I could I could probably off the top of my head name five. Okay, five. let's take turns. Let's do this. Okay, House of the Dead or House of Dead. It's a zombie video game. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. That was like the arcade style. Resident yeah, exactly. Evil. They made a movie about it that actually has excerpts of the game in it. Oh, that was a pretty dope game though. That was one of the ones where you stand and you like yeah. use the. The, guy. the foot pedal, right? Right, yeah. yeah. What does the foot pedal do? You like It makes reload. you take cover. Oh, that's right. No, okay. you reload by shooting off screen, I think. Oh, or no, okay. on those ones, usually, yeah, when you when you take cover, it reloads. Gotcha. Also. Like uh, Time Crisis. Time Crisis is the best of Hell those yeah. shooter games. Okay, so I said House of the Dead, you said... I said Resident Evil. Do you know any others? Mortal Kombat. Yes, definitely. Uh, so good. You want Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which is the worst one. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, 
also Mortal Kombat. The recent one? Yes. Yeah, that's sad. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, neither did I. It was fine. I really liked Kano. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. In a Mortal Kombat movie, Kano's the most entertaining. I feel... I feel like there is a Tekken movie. Oh, it is horrible. Wow, there is one? It is horrible. That's amazing. And, uh... Carrie... Uh, I'm so sorry. Fisher. No. <laughs> the, the, actor, the actor plays Shang Tsung. He plays Heihachi in it, and it's really awful. Really? Yeah. That's bad casting. And the, the, yeah, it totally is. And the, the main storyline is about um, Jin's romantic love interest with Christy. Panda. Oh. Okay. With, you know, Christy, the capoeira girl, mm-hmm. and he's trained by Steve Fox, the boxer. It's really all screwed up. It's very bad. Yeah. No, really quickly, uh, should bad casting be a category on the wheel? I feel like that seems I... hard to yeah. use. I agree, but I'm just, I heard it. Man and... in the Iron Mask is, mask is a is a great example of bad casting. Who's ca- you're wrong already. John Malkovich. He's amazing. I love him. You're wrong. He's awesome, right? Yes. Yeah. You sound so stupid right now. Okay. Uh, All right. So you said Tekken. Coming back to me. Street Fighter. That's a good one. Um, 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 um. Oh, Sonic. You think it's bad? I think it's as good as it could be, but I don't think it's a good movie. Okay. The f- original renderings were horrifying. Definitely. Also, I was going to say Sonic, so I might be out. Okay, I'm out. Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li. Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas plays Vega in it. It's really terrible. Can you think of more? Don't I mean, say them. I've got twos just in my mind. All right, I'm out. Wait, none of us said Super Mario Bros. Uh, Double Dragon, did that start as a video game? I think it did. Yeah, so there's that. Oh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, and then there's also Tomb Raider 2, which is, uh, as far as I know, just called Tomb Raider with (laughs) the number two at the beginning. It should be. Oh, Detective Pikachu. I thought of that one, but that's not bad. That's a good movie. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Badaptations. What do you? Badaptations. What do you think you're going to select there? I don't think that I can sit here and say, um, too much about it. But I'm gonna try to get more creative. You already said one, Artemis Fowl. Uh, that was very close to me as a child. Okay. I liked that whole series. I read all of them. I was very excited for it. I'm torn between, there's like four maybe book series that like I love and feel betrayed by how they were turned into films. But I don't know, I might try to get more deep with it and find like something that maybe isn't as personal to me, but is like a historically understood, like offensive adaptation. 
Okay. Do you guys have any that you feel personally connected to? Uh, Hobbit. Super disappointed with the Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I guess the Narnia Voyage of the Dawn Treader movie. But that book is not the best one in the series anyway. But the the movie's really bad. So My dad I... loved those books. And my grandma has like really old ones cool. that were my dad's that I always said I was going to read. And I just never did. So I never watched those movies because I was like, I want to read the books first. And I just never... The books are fun. They're super simple. You know, part of the reason this is not very applicable to me is I, I'm not a very strong reader, so I don't have a lot of books that I'm tied to. Um, but I went through all the Narnia books, and I was like, oh, these are the greatest thing ever. And then I read uh, The Fellowship of the Ring, and I'm like, oh, this is way better. And it's hard to not compare those two. Uh, I, I know that they're different, and one's for kids and one's not for kids, but it's just like... I kind of had I kind of set aside the Narnia books because the Lord of the Rings books are so good. But Hobbit is a good example of one for you. Indeed. Shanley? Um, I remember being very upset about My Sister's Keeper. What? What's that? Uh, it's a book where um, this family has a daughter who has, like, leukemia. And okay. so... Um, they're struggling to find a donor for her or a donor that has like a, um, is a match for her. So they have another child solely for the purpose of having oh, that child geez. be a match. Yeah, so it's like drama. And at the end of the book, one of the sisters dies. And in the movie, the other sister dies. Weird. It was very upsetting. Mostly because I had read most of the book, planning on watching the movie afterwards, but then I was like with family, and they're like, oh, we're going to go see it. So I was like, eh, I'm almost done anyway, so I might as well go with my family and spend time with everyone. Got the ending. I was like, okay, that's how I thought it ends. But I'm like, well, I read most of the book. Let me just go finish the book. Finished the book, and it was a completely different ending. I was like, what the hell? That so, sounds frustrating. I've been very upset ever since. Was, was the book's choice of... Who dies better? I think so. Okay. So you guys both read or listened to the audiobooks of It? Yeah. Uh, I, I know I didn't like Chapter 2 yeah. because I feel like there was no suspense, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the Did your experience with the audiobooks affect how you felt about Chapter 2? Yes. Shanley? I really enjoyed what, what I listened to. I didn't. I never finished the audiobook, mm. so I feel like I can't speak on it. But from what you did, was it, and did you have any like negative feelings? Do you think that you liked chapter two or not really? I or... think so. I think honestly, there's just so much that happens in the book that adapting it to a film is there's, you just have to cut some information out and kind of, you know, change things a little bit. So I wasn't upset about any of those changes. But Matt, I know you finished it, so yeah. I so I've I listened to it after the first it came out, like a year or so after the first it came out. Uh, then I listened through the entire book and I loved it. And uh, since we recently watched it, mm-hmm. I checked out the audiobook from the library again, and I just finished it literally today. Okay. Uh, and yeah, 
it it really upsets me the way they they wrote the second movie because yes i i totally understand there's a, a million things that you have to leave out especially out of a book that long but what what's weird about it chapter 2 the movie it's like it's like it's written for people who've read the book and all it does is like re- reference things in the book that they left out of the first movie what about uh, Watchmen the Zack Snyder movie I love that movie love it love it why I thought it was very cool when's the last time you watched it probably when it came out okay you don't think it's good uh at the time when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is so accurate to the book. And I, and I had a personal extreme love for the Watchmen book. And Zack Snyder's movie is pretty dang accurate to it. Uh-huh. With the exception of at the, at the climax of it, they, he changes it for Dr. Manhattan instead of like the interdimensional squid. Uh-huh. When Watchmen, the TV show, came out on HBO and I finished it, and I was just like everybody else hungry for more Watchmen content, I went back and I watched Zack Snyder's Watchmen, and it was so damn boring. Really? It is. It is still just as accurate as it ever was, and all this stuff that I said before still stands, but it is just the most boring movie ever and it is so 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 long and it's interesting because it covers the same material as the book and the book is way longer but the book is not boring right and so at the time i was really happy with that as as an adaptation but now i'm a little bit more disappointed okay i didn't know that you had seen that movie because i know for a while you weren't watching things that had dongs in them yeah, but now I now I try to only watch things. Yeah. Of those. You're a dog all watcher. Male, all male, all male. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So yeah, I I don't think that I would put that one up, but I don't know. I'm excited to to kind of look around, poke around the webs, yeah. see what's out there. I'm excited to find a movie that I've seen that I didn't know was an adaptation, uh, and then kind of check that out. Okay, yeah, that's that's cool. I think this is a great category for you, Jimmy. Probably you too, Shanley. I, I, all I know is for myself, it's not a good one for me because I'm not really a bookworm. But but you've always been as long as I've known you, Jim. Oh, yeah. I'm a worm for them books. Vampire's Assistant. Let's not say names. Okay. Andrew's game. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this episode. But we will see you next week on Movie Night right here on the Weekly Watch Wheel when... We'll watch a bad adaptation movie. Cool. Sounds good. See you guys on the flippity flippity flop flop flop. Flop. Flop it up and flop it out. Flippity doodah. Thanks for listening in to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as good a time as we did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, and maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLYWatchWheel or via email at WeeklyWatchWheel at gmail.com. See ya! It's the Weekly Watch Wheel!